Well, I don't know whether you can hear that, but that's the uh, sound of birds tweeting nearby. I'm down on the allotment today, crisping up nicely in the sun. Just come over here, take a quick break. And jotting down some notes about a thing that might be an idea to talk about today. It's on my mind. And I see this a lot in my line of work. I'm a coach, so that means I, I work with people wanting to improve their career, life, business, that kind of thing. And one thing I come up against quite a lot is people saying when they feel stuck. So it's this stuckness that um, well, it's worth having a little little chat about. I've got some notes here in front of me. Now, you see, I like preparing things and getting things structured. So I had to sort of dump what was on my head first before I came into this chat. I'm not sure it's of any use because... All I'll end up doing is being really rigid and, and formative and, and reading through this list. So I'm going to try and use it as a aid memoir rather than a script. Right, so here we go. So stuckness, what it means for me is probably the intervening, the, the, the few years before I, I turned 40. And it was kind of like where I found myself in my career. So I was stuck between careers. I had this copywriting career where I was working in marketing and it was... Paying my way, and it was okay, but it wasn't very challenging. That my heart wasn't really in it anymore. So I wanted rid of it, but I didn't because it paid my living. So I didn't know what to let go or how to let go of it. Um, and then I had uh, another option, which was I was doing some education, so some sort of um, teaching assistant work in a college, and that was that was an experience getting chairs thrown at you. But I wasn't really cut out for it. It wasn't my thing. It was an ex- experiment, and it didn't go all that well. And I wasn't sure what was going on with the whole education, nurturing thing, getting more meaning and purpose in my life. That was kind of what was missing. Um, I had another option as well. There was a, there's doing something around DIY, um, but I know so many. I guess you could call them trades. You know, I can do electrical work, plumbing, joinery, bit of brickwork. So there was that, and but that involved retraining. Another big risk, like you know. Um, and how would I pick the right trade to go into? And do I want to get, invite loads of more pain and suffering in my work, in, in my life, in, in middle age? And oh, and even now, just just recalling that feeling of stuckness, of not knowing which way to go, but knowing that whichever way I went would involve more risk and more hurt and more pain. That was stuckness. It just felt like I was damned if I did and damned if I didn't. It didn't didn't, ma- didn't matter which way I turned. I would come up against another roadblock and. I seem, I just spent most of my time kind of ruminating or thinking it through, just trying to understand or th- strategize. I guess the word is, trying to strategize my way forward. So how do I do this? How do I break through? What do I need to do? How do I do this thing, this? How do I re- reorientate my life and make it more meaningful, more purposeful? And it just seemed like every which way I turned was imminent failure. I was stuck you know, I'd flirt with options, I'd try something, but I don't know, it, it, more failure, more risk and pain and rejection come into it. It made me really cynical. I was thinking, why bother? Why invite more hurt and misadventure into my life? It was like bashing your head against the wall. And it's, it was this need to figure it all out and knowing the right way and how to do the right thing. And I just kept asking myself this. And do you know what compounded it more than anything? It was just this seriousness, like wanting to do it properly and get it right first time. So there was lots of figuring things out, trying to solve it, and 
it was the same old thinking over and over again. I end up against the same old roadblocks because that's kind of what happens. And it was tiring and it was boring. Oh, man, it was just so frustrating. I was just fed up with it. So I avoided it and I did pro procrastinated and I lost myself in a basement doing DIY, which um, gave me this succession of tasks that I knew how to do and I knew how to make progress with. And that, that it was that kind of feeling of needing some sort of certainty and control but it wasn't solving the problem ultimately I needed that more that meaning and that purpose and I got sort of uh, angry at the world you know I was looking out there and just thinking ah, the system's broken you know all these shit careers and jobs and there's no way to find the right one and there's no one tell you how to forge your own career you know and it just seemed to me the system was really broken I was really helpless to, to fix it so I got really disengaged and um, I was hung up on how I made peace with the world or whether I, making peace with it just meant acceptance you know and I didn't want to surrender because I'm not the kind of person to conform and, and give in and you know I, I, that's just not me really so the only alternative as I saw it was either I just bail out on it and just think you know fuck it that's the world it's broken or whether I go out there and re-engineer the entire planet so it's more equitable and fair which seems also like a very healthy realistic uh, proposition as well but something changed so that's the doom and gloom bit um uh, something changed yeah and I, I sat down today because i keep coming up against stuckness and people thinking you know how do i break this deadlock how do i do something different which way am i going what's the right way to do this i'm stuck you know i'm wading through a swamp so i sort of i, I jotted down loads of different things that helped me and the kind of helped I guess my coaching clients as well so maybe there's something in here for you so we've got a bloody great bullet list here what have we got for we're getting up for 14 here folks so I'm gonna run through them <laughs> and maybe some of this bullshit coachy stuff will be of use to you you know I'm, re I'm really dubious of these coaching how-to quick fixes and provocative question type things you know if you only take one thing from this, just realise that the, the, there is no right way, there's only your way, right? And it will involve a lot of buggering up, but that's kind of the point. But anyway, let's let's have a little look at what we've got here. So number one, the obvious response to this whole, oh, I'm stuck, how do I, which way, sort of roadblock problem is, and I hate this one, it's, it's just kind of, oh, just do it, you know, feel the pain. Now, do you know what? It's this embracing the, the the pain thing. Like it's easier said than done, isn't it? Right? When you're stuck and you're in the mire, you know, it reeks of kind of man up, toughen up, and you know, it, I'm not sure that's really very helpful. It's a nice catchphrase, just do it. But when you're in the mire, it doesn't help in the short term, does it? But it's there. Maybe it's something to aim for longer term, right? Maybe you can get there step by step. You know, so. The other thing with stuckness is it's a feeling, you know, we often rationalise and that whole strategise thing I did, you know, we kind of think our way through the stuckness rather than, you know, what does it feel like, you know, what's my, where do I feel it in my body and um, intuition, you know, what what's my gut or my heart or my, my head telling me is right here rather than just trying to objectively, rationally work through it in a kind of, yeah, very rational, objective, very problem solving way the kind we taught to do in school and in business you know that 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 help thought process doesn't it's not very helpful when you're in an emotional 
state, which is what stuckness is. Um, yeah, stuckness involves a lot of sadness, anger and frustration. They're emotions and you can't think your way through them. You need to sort of sit with them and feel them. Um, here's a good one. So I don't know what your default is when you come up against a problem. It's to sort of try and understand the entirety of the problem. I mean, we'll talk about rationalising and, and strategising, but it's more a kind of seeking of understanding of the whole thing. So I guess the question is, if you're trying to understand the whole thing, so for me, you know, understand the whole career change option thing, you know, the, the entire future mapped out ahead of me and these are the steps I need to take. Instead of thinking it like that, um, wonder, you know, what's the difference between understanding and understood? You know, is understanding a process that you go through that emerges and is never done? and Or is it something that you can understand in the past tense, you know, and have it all understood before you ever begin? And what's the difference between understanding and curiosity? You know, they're, they're, they're actually quite different, but there's some similarities in there as well. Curiosity kind of leads you through fear. You go, oh, I wonder what this is. And you sort of edge forwards and you have a sense of wonder and creativity is in there as well. Versus understanding is is more of a kind of mature... It's the serious thing, I guess, isn't it, again? Um, on the subject of problems... Are you racing to sort of fix it? You know, have you given sufficient time to even question the premise? You know, the premise of my problem was how do I map out my entire life for the next 10 years so that I get meaning and purpose, um, financial reward, security, safety. You know, I, I needed to um, to fix it there in its entirety. Um, whereas, the you know, the, 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 to question the premise, the question would be, is that possible? Um, what am I really seeking here? Um have I understood the problem? That's a question for you. Have you understood the problem really as in thought? Am I answering the wrong question here? There you go. That's a bit of insight for you. <sighs> We're about a quarter of the way through. Are you going to sit through this? Are you really going to sit through this? It might be good. There might be something in there. We'll carry on anyway. So, is a good one. Is it a how or is it a why that you're trying to wrestle with? That's a good one, isn't it? So how is figuring out the strategy and the way, the steps, you know, the explainer, the what do I need to do? Well, maybe it's more of a behind the how before you do it. What about the why? Why are you doing this? I guess it's that emotional thing, isn't it, again? Um, I see that a lot. Maybe it's, maybe it's not the, the thing that you're wrestling with, this problem, whether it's the, you know, the business change, the career thing like me or the, the life change. Maybe... Maybe the problem in and of itself isn't the obstacle. Maybe it's the way you think about the problem, you know? It's that attitude thing. God, that sounds so bullshit coachy. There you go. Anyway, motivations. What is sitting behind why you want to go on with this? I mean, for me, I'm motivated by wanting to do things properly in the right way, which is a real head fuck when you want to get on and make progress. It just leads to that. Got to understand this. Got to get it right first time type of thinking. And... Just think about what your motivation is, you know, and the one that I was leaving out was other people, you know. How can I figure out or make this problem so it's about serving other people, you know? Um, maybe you, sort of, your thing is helping other people, you know, and maybe if you thought about the outcome of going through this, this suffering, because that's what it is, these unpleasant feelings, going through this stuckness, maybe if wading through it and persevering and just chipping away at it, um, maybe if the reward is, you know, 
helping other people is does that make it all worthwhile um kind of related um how can you draft in outside help that's that what i did i i got a coach of course i'm going to say that i'm a coach you need a coach but you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a coach there's there's mentors there's there's friendship groups there's there's communities to bring in uh, to 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 join and th- that's what i did so how can you draft in outside help you know involve serve other people and solve the problem at the same time it's remember those old thought patterns that that, that kept leading to the same old roadblocks what you're kind of looking for maybe is how to disrupt the thinking patterns because if you keep thinking the same way you're going to end up in the same place that i'm a past master at that um yeah disrupt yourself is a thought i might just leave it with you let's see let's see how this sounds with you anxiety is overestimating how hard something is versus underestimating your ability to cope so ponder that maybe when you're thinking about doing this thing you know when you, think about the last time you took a risk or you did something and how it turned out was it as painful as you thought it was going to be or was it just painful in a different way and what if what if when you try to do something again even though you didn't get it right first time round um if you experiment with doing it differently was it as unpleasant or was it was it actually quite nice you know were, are the results going to be different? Is it realistic to expect that the results will always be the same every time you try something out? Well, I don't know. Who knows? We're in a very chaotic, random universe. You know, things can uh, change. That was a bit roundabout, wasn't it? What have I written here? If something was unpleasant the first time you tried it, will the result always be 100% the same? That's a kind of thought error, isn't it? I've fallen for that one. Thinking that if you try and tackle a problem again, you're going to get the same results. Well, yeah, if you think the same way, but if you maybe get all the people, like I was saying, involved and chip out it, come at it from a different direction, maybe you'll get a different result. I'm just going to leave that one. That was a bit clumsy, but there you go. We're over halfway now. Phew. Um, is it is it working for you, this? I hope so. I hope it's nice. Um, it's a good one, this, actually. So th- this really helps someone I was... Um, coaching through adopting a kind of um they wanted to move more into consultancy as a leader and uh this chap really responded well when we sort of adopted this idea of how can you assume this identity that you want in the future now so you know what would your future self do so if you're this kind of leader or thought leader or you know influencer whatever it is you want to be engineer i don't know what would it what would happen if you were that person now how would they act or even better here's a good question so what would you say if you're mentoring your younger self through this the same problem that you're stuck with five years from now you know just give yourself that bit of distance that's a nice little coachy trick isn't it um what have i written here good news oh yeah this is good news oh things are getting nice now aren't they so thinking about how you get out of stuckness and strategizing but but still getting stuck in it as in the thought process that you're locked into now that isn't quite working maybe is that actually you're you're kind it's kind of a doing thing like coaches go on about this all the time you know getting out of your head and turning thought into action and intention into actual real world change well thinking's already a kind of that so it's kind of a well done you really for this instead of uh, more bullshit from someone saying this is how you should do things which i'm not i'm trying really hard to avoid that um 
what I'm trying to say is well done you've, you've obviously got energy and staying power because you've obviously been thinking this through enough to, to be stuck you've got the energy and some amount of mental bandwidth to t- tackle this so what's a more effective productive way of redirecting that energy and staying power that you clearly already have um, that's a nice thought isn't it um, this, I realised this the other day um, things that I've been putting off so I'm at the allotment actually here's a good, a good little story for you so the weeds here have been going above knee height for uh, most of winter and I got one of those passive aggressive letters from the allotment authority uh, committee saying is everything alright you know do you need some help basically saying listen dickhead get some weeding done because your plot's a mess which is fair enough because it was awful and I've been putting it off going oh, I've got so many other things and I've got a lot going on at the minute you know I'm growing my coaching business and I'm got some creative projects going on and we're doing airbnb and i'm, I'm doing some certification all this kind of thing um, so just put it off and put it off and i dreaded it you know it's that anxiety thing the um fear about um underestimating your ability to cope versus overestimating how hard it would be but once i'd had 15 minute, minutes and i'd cleared an area about I don't know, 10 metres square of weeds. And I was like, I actually quite enjoy this. And I was making some wildlife area at the edge of the allotment uh, where the weeds went and that kind of thing. I was like, thinking about the bugs and how nice it'd be for them. And I'd cleared it. I was like, oh, I've just made a massive chunk in this. Oh, this isn't all that hard. Oh, I might come back tomorrow and do this. And that's a complete shift. And there's something that happens in the brain, I've noticed this, is when you make progress, and it's any progress, not necessarily fixing it or having a breakthrough, but just having a go and trying to do something that you're avoiding, your brain gives you this really nice kick. It's like a nice feeling of pain-freeness from the exercise of just trying, you know? So just think about that. So what if, what if you just... What if it wasn't all pain and suffering, you know? What if there was maybe a little bit of pleasure in there? Maybe the, the brain will give you a little reward if you try and do this thing that's you know this this great burden you're carrying above you if you do something that feels like a progress in any direction an actual physical change you're going to get that nice little little warm feeling and, and that soon builds momentum into bigger changes um three more now are we going on 18 minutes this is a long one um so oh this is a good one they're all good. I keep saying that, don't I? What if the question wasn't, you know, how do I do this? What if it was, well, how can I accept that I'm going to get this wrong and fuck it up? But how can I learn and try again? Or, you know, how can I face up to what may or may not happen? Um, as opposed to just how do I do this? How do I get this right? Like the way I, uh, my brain defaults to, you know, it's... If there's one thing that we've learned throughout human history, if you look through anything, it's always unintended consequences. It's never quite how... Things never work out quite how we think they will work out. Um, There's a great book called The Next Hundred Years by George Friedman. He writes about this. He says, uh, geopolitics and human history is just... It's just littered with this. We do something thinking it's going to be this way, but really what happens is something else... But the, the key is, he says, it's not necessarily good or bad. It just is. Something happens and it's unintended. And that's a new problem. We react to that and then that has unintended consequences and we react to that and do that and so on and so on. And that is the nature of human existence. So maybe by not engaging in that process of just unleashing messy hell, we're, we're sort of defying our, our, our raison d'etre as, as human beings. So maybe just, uh, just embrace that unintended consequences. Be a, a a nice little thought experiment. 
Um, environment. God, these are dragging, aren't they? There's a good book by James Clear called Atomic Habits, and he says that... Oh, he talks a lot about goals in this, and he says the thing that defines successful people from people who aren't successful is that it's not the goals, you know. Successful and unsuccessful people can share exactly the same goals, so clearly it isn't the goal that's the differentiating factor between two people. It's systems. He says it's all about the systems that they put in place to try and help them get moving somewhere. And then he breaks that down into what systems are to create these healthy habits. And one of the important things in change, in in changing the way you think and behave, is the environmental cues that are around you. So, back to your problem, um, stuck people listening to this rambling audio blog, is if you're stuck, um, where are you getting stuck? Could it be happening in the same places, you know, in front of the laptop in the same room or at the same desk at work or at the end of the day when you're tired you suddenly start thinking about this problem where do I want my life going my career whatever it is you want to make progress with so how can you shift that up I guess it's that disrupt yourself thing from earlier on as in how do you shake up your thinking patterns to get past the same old roadblocks it's like how is environment playing a part in this you know where are you feeling stuck and what can you do to move around and change the scenery you know, okay, that's a good one. Last one, I, you know, well done for sticking through. If you can survive this rambling nonsense from um, this chap crouching near a compost heap somewhere in Leeds, you can get through the stuckness. Well, I believe that anyway. It might not feel like it now, but we're 21 minutes in. You're doing really well. Uh the seriousness thing, oh, that's nice. It brings us back to the thing at the start, doesn't it? So how seriously are you taking all this? Where, I, I, I'm, t- I'm ranting at myself now, aren't I? Whenever I've got bogged down and stuck, it's always because I've lost perspective. Uh, you know, I've forgotten the humour bit, the fun bit, the play bit, the curiosity, the playfulness, the irreverence for me, you know, the, the, the how can I laugh at myself or the seriousness of the situation. You know, it's preposterous, all this thing. You know, the, the very nature of the fact that I'm taking this serious enough to write a list, this is ridiculous. You know, I know nothing about your situation, listener. I know nothing, but here I am, sharing my experience that hopefully some tiny little bit of thing of thing I've said in this 20-minute ramble might land with you. I don't know. Ridiculous, isn't it? Um, and I've got to get back and fit a carpet shortly, and that this is my life. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. There's laughter in there somewhere, but maybe I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day, and it was about this idea of proving yourself wrong. And this person just made an excellent point of there being that I'm open to being wrong. And I thought, what a wonderful, brave, funny thing to say about yourself, you know? So, are you open to proving yourself wrong? Are you open to laughing at the preposterousness of human existence? You know, are you laughing at the the state, these pickles the ego gets you into. You're laughing at trying to strategize and think and understand your way out of every problem. It's Isn't the brain, the brain a wonderful, clever, problem-solving calculator, computer, but, you know, when it gets locked into one of these infinite loops, it's, uh, oh, it's a right bind, isn't it? I'm with you on this one. That's a lot. That was a lot, wasn't it? But just... Um, I'm with you, right? I've been stuck. I know what it's like, it's not pleasant, trying to understand it, 
getting stuck on the how and being there it's even if you ignore all that um, bilge that came out earlier on if you just take one thing you know that you're not alone people are, people go through this all the time and I see these people I, I talk to these people and, and I sit there and I, and I feel a lot of compassion for it just um, there's no time for more advice or support here isn't it? I've tried really hard not to make this advice I don't want it to be advice no one gives advice should give advice no one's the right answers where were we we were saying that weren't we there's no right way, just your way. Reach out, get other people involved, etc. All that business. Thanks for listening. Just under 25 minutes. And that's my audio mo for today. I'm glad I did this. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Chris Kenworthy. Thank you for listening. Find me on Twitter, Chris underscore Kenworthy. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. <laughs>